0: It wasn't until I turned 30 years old that I finally grew up. I began to reflect over my life, and I was able to see the dysfunctional patterns in which I lived by. I took accountability for my actions, and now my passion has led me to share my story with others. I plan to share my story with others so they can avoid making the same mistakes I made. I can't change anything that I've said, anything that I've done, and I pray that the people that I've hurt have forgiven me, but my mission And my mistakes have only made me stronger. They've only changed me in ways that I could have never imagined. I thank God for all of the things that has brought me to the place where I am today. Here's a look at Ambitious Souls Podcast. afternoon or good evening. It just depends on when you're listening to this recording. Welcome back to another episode of Ambitious Souls Podcast. This is your host, Princess James. So over the course of the last few weeks, there was a message that I really had on my heart that I wanted to come to you and talk about. And then, of course, um, some events kind of happened in my life and so I decided okay, I would do a mixed message, but you will see how the two um, messages kind of correlate to each other. Um, I think I'm gonna go on a little break. Um, for the month of October, it is pretty hard for me because, um, two people that are very close to me, um, that passed away actually, their birthdays are this month. And of course it has um, almost been two years since my brother recently passed. And so my family and I are still processing that. So I figured I'd take out the time to kind of, you know, um, focus in the month of October and really not go into a depression, but to use the month of October to help me to achieve some goals that I had put in place. Um, I will be celebrating my 33rd birthday in November And so I'm really excited about that, and I'm looking forward to some changes, um, you know, to happen in my life from now until then. And I want to definitely apologize, of course. Um, I'm not in a closet. I'm not in the most quietest area, if that could be a word. But um, if you hear some noises or something, you know, just excuse me. So one of the things that I wanted to talk to you guys about was being a Christian in today's society. And I feel like being a Christian is really hard, especially when the other people around you don't really believe. And then when people try to use the Bible or your relationship with God against you, like that is just um, I don't know. That's one of those things. So one of the things that God put on my heart Um, was that I should read the Ten Commandments because, of course, a lot of people don't do their research. So I decided, you know, hey, I'm going to follow through with that. I'm going to be obedient and I'm going to go ahead and read the Ten Commandments for you. Um, They are found in Exodus chapter 20. And I'm reading from the New International Version. And it says, and God spoke all these words. I am the Lord, your God third and fourth generation of those who hate me but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments you shall not misuse the name of the lord your god for their lord will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses his name remember the sabbath day by keeping it holy six days you shall labor and do all your work but the seventh day is the seventh day to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your male or female servant, nor your animals, nor any foreign residing foreigners residing in your towns. For in the six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the seas and all that is in them, but he rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Honor your father and your mother, said the so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you you shall not murder you shall not commit adultery you shall not steal you shall not give false testimony against your neighbor you shall not cover your neighbor's house you shall not cover your neighbor's wife or his or female his male or female servant his ox or donkey or anything that belongs to your neighbor when the people saw the thunder and the lightning and heard the trumpet and saw the mountain in smoke, they trembled with fear. They stayed at a distance and said to Moses, Speak to us, yourself, and we will listen, but do not have God to speak to us or we will die. Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid. God has come to test you, so that the fear of God will be with you to keep you from sinning. The people remained at a distance while Moses approached the dick. dick the thick darkness where God was. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell the Israelites this you have seen for yourselves that I have spoken to you from heaven. Do not make any gods to be alongside me. Do not make for yourselves gods of silver or gods of gold. Make an altar of earth for me and sacrifice on it your burnt offerings and fellowship offerings, your sheep and goats, your cattle, Wherever I cause my name to be honored, I will come to you and bless you. If you make an altar of stones for me, do not build it with dress stones, for you will defile it if you use it a tool on it, and do not go up to my altar on steps or your private parts may be exposed. So I read to you Exodus twenty verses one through twenty four. So the reason why I say that it's hard being a Christian because one of the things that I hear people so commonly say is that, well, Jesus loved everybody and, you know, God forgives us for our sin. And I feel like that's manipulation. A lot of people feel as if that they can treat you any kind of way. They can do anything and they feel as if their sins will be forgiven and there's no consequences to your actions. And I don't necessarily believe that. I feel like Jesus did die on the cross for our sins that I truly believe. But I feel like in your heart, you have to be repentive, And you can't just look at things and say, okay, well, I'm going to sin because... Jesus died for me, so I'm going to go ahead and sin, and then when I'm done, he'll forgive me. That's not how that works. You have to be held accountable for how you treat people and the things that you say and the things that you do. One of the things that I heard a lot growing up and even in high school, and sometimes I hear it to today, and people are like, you know, you think you better than us No, I don't think I'm better than anybody, but there are things in life that I've endured that I should not have, and there are things that I know that I should not have done that did not line up with God's will for my life. You know, having children and not being married, that's something that I definitely regret because at the age of 33, I do have two children with two different men who do not, really have a big part in my children's life and I'm not saying that oh you know if I would have got married to them we wouldn't have got divorced we still would have been together no divorce happens um you know people break up people grow apart but at the same time if I would have done things in a decent way then the consequences of it would have been definitely different and I've been on both ends of the stick I've been on one end where there were other people that I you know were around they were christians themselves and they feel like they knew more than me they knew the bible more than me they knew you know um god more than me they spoke in tongues and they kind of made me feel intimidated so i do know how it feels to feel You know, belittled in a sense and feel like you don't know enough or you're not worthy enough of um, God. But to me, having a relationship with God is personal. That's something that you have to do for yourself. That's something that you have to put the legwork into. That's just like being in a relationship with a man or a woman you definitely have to get to know that person, and you get to know them by having conversations with them, by talking to them every day, by spending time with them, going places with them, and I have to look at my relationship with God the same way, and you definitely um, don't want to be caught preaching a thing or teaching a thing to someone else, and you're not living that Lifestyle, and that's what you definitely call a hypocrite. Um, I don't really like to use the word hypocrite because I've had people tell me that I'm a hypocrite because, um, you know, like I have my aunt's children, there are times where we definitely disagree, and there are times when I put her on the blacklist, there are times when I do not talk to her and her children don't see her, and people say that I'm a hypocrite because I say that I love God but I won't allow her to see her children. But that's not what a hypocrite is being. I'm taking the necessary steps that I need to take to remain sane, to remain healthy, to remain um, you know, peaceful. And sometimes it does take for me not to talk to her. It does take for me to put her on the block list. And I mean, it's unfortunate, but it doesn't make me a hypocrite because I decide today I'm not going to let you, you know, get to me. And I feel like a lot of people feel like, oh, well, because you're a Christian, you're supposed to turn the other cheek. A lot of people like to say that. And no, that doesn't mean that I should let you treat me any kind of way, you know, because God does say in the Bible that God will make my enemies my footstool. And I don't know the basis behind that scripture, and I definitely... Don't think that God says you're going to just, you know, step over your enemy in a sense of physically. But there are some things that you do have to overlook. And I feel like some people, they I I don't want to say that they don't have a relationship with God, but they don't know the Bible enough to really quote the Bible. They just know enough to get by and they try to use those scriptures to attack people Although they try to use those scriptures to belittle people or they just try to, you know, find out a little something just so they can use it against you because they don't want you to be right or they want to find fault in what you do. And those are the type of things that I don't want, that I don't like, you know, being a Christian and, you know, trying to line your life up with how God wants you to live. It is Something that you have to, you know, definitely be conscious of. It's something that you have to do every day. And we make mistakes, you know, and a lot of people try to attack, you know, religion in a sense because of, you know, things happening in the church where the pastor may have molested somebody in the church or the pastor slept with somebody in the church or the pastor has a big house or a fancy car and, you know, they feel like the pastor took the money or something of that nature. Like, there are things that, you know, are out of our control, you know, we can't really just know everything that goes into being a pastor. And I feel like you have to be mindful of what you say and how you put your mouth on people, because there are consequences for that. And there are many things that you know, that we shouldn't do that or sin that we probably don't even know. Like, we haven't even really dived into the Bible and what is sin because there are a lot of things that are sin that we take for granted every day. And, you know, there are people who will judge us. There are people that will hold us to a, a higher standard just because we declare that we're a Christian or we declare that we, believe that um, Jesus died on the cross for our sins. And I feel like, you know, you just have to take that stand. You have to be bold in your stand. You have to have strength in your stand because there are many things that are going to come against you and your family because of your faith. And you can't really um, allow yourself to be taken off path um, because of that. And so I definitely want to encourage you today, if you're, you know, battling with something or someone right now in this season, you know, I pray that God will definitely remove every obstacle out of your way. And I pray that all weapons that try to form against you will be met with bigger weapons, um, because no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And I kind of wanted to tie into... That topic, Um, me being too nice, I have recently accepted the fact that I am passive-aggressive. And that's not something that I'm proud of, but it's something that I'm learning or I'm trying to unlearn. I am a person where if something bothers me or something happens, I may not say something like, you know, right when it happens. I might hold on to it. And I may allow um, three, four, five, six occasions to go by before I actually say something. And then at that point, it's pretty bad. And I don't want to hurt anybody, you know, close to me. I don't want to allow my um, sensitivity or my inability to kind of speak up for myself to make anyone else feel comfortable, but I do know that there are people that are close to me that have um, known me for quite some time that have adjusted or accepted how I kind of operate. I won't say that it's fair to them that I operate in that manner, but I think that they are able to see some of my, you know, broken areas or some of my hidden things, and they see things, you know, from a different perspective, and I totally respect them, and I love them for that because they are definitely patient with me. Um, I think I speak for everybody when I say that, you know, I don't want to be the toxic person. Like, I don't want to bring the toxics, uh, toxicity, if I'm saying it right, to a relationship. Like, I don't want to bring that to a friendship. I don't want to bring that into, you know, my children's lives or the path that they're going on. Like, I don't want to teach them that. And there are some things that we just have to unlearn. We definitely have to unlearn some type of behaviors and the dysfunction that we really kind of excuse me, that we kind of have um, adapted. And that's something that I'm really working on. It's recently been discovered, so I can not tell you how it's really going. But I can tell you that I do hold myself accountable for the things that I say and that I do. And that's why I take things, you know, a little bit more personal than I probably should. But that's because I wouldn't treat people in um, a negative manner. I'm not a mean person at all. And, you know, there are just some things I'm not going to do. There are some things I'm not going to say. There are some lines that I'm not going to cross. And, you know, the fact that I am so nice or the fact that I am overly friendly has put me in some difficult situations. And unfortunately, I can't take back what I did, I can't take back what I said. And I just really have to grow from them. And that's where I'm at now. I'm really trying to grow through a lot of the things that I've had to go through. And I have realized that God has kind of allowed some of the same situations to occur um, because I didn't learn my lesson the first time. And so there was a video that someone really close to me sent me. And I feel like the guy in the video was talking directly to me. And I feel like I needed to listen to that, so I'm gonna add that to the end of this podcast so you can hear it and hopefully it'll bless you. And if not, if you know somebody else that needs to listen to that, please share this with them. Um, it has definitely been a pleasure, um, coming on trying to be consistent and sharing my thoughts and my feelings with you guys. I don't know when I'll return and I don't know how I will return but I do know that as long as God puts it on my heart to you know share things with you guys and allows me to be transparent and have the freedom to stand boldly before you and put things out there for you I definitely will like I have no problem doing that I just know that um right now I have some other things that I really need to focus on And I really need to be conscious of my behavior for the month of October because it not only affects myself, but it affects my children. It affects my parents and my siblings um, and other family members, um, seeing that they, too, are processing, um, you know, death. And I don't want to be inconsiderate of anybody else's feelings. So I hope you guys have enjoyed tonight's podcast. And, um, Hey, you know, send me some feedback. You guys are pretty quiet and I would love, love, love to, you know, hear your guys feedback. If you want to email me at ambitious souls podcast at gmail.com. If you want to hit me up on Instagram, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Like I really want to hear from you guys and I really appreciate you guys tuning in.
1: definitely had so i grew up knowing what it felt like to be unlike i remember being a six-year-old little boy walking into the room and having people look at me you know um, i used to call them the god bless you crew you know those older women who god bless you and they thinking, look at that little gay boy. Like he's too feminine. How'd I know because they would say that to my mother. He's so feminine. You need to put him in sports. Give him a mask. Give him a
0: stick. Yeah. You know,
1: I remember going to school and and having kids pick on me and call me every name that you can imagine. I used to literally, when it was time to change classes, I would try to get up and be the first one out of the class so that I could be to my next class first. I didn't have to interact with the kids in the hallway because I didn't want to get jumped or beat up or anything like that. And so for me, I developed a disease to please because of trauma. And how I recognized that I had the disease, and please, was that people would always say, "You are the nicest person." No one ever had anything negative to say about me, and that used to feel like a compliment to me. But as I got older, what I realized was that what it was was my disease, and please, and being nice all the time it was actually a protective mechanism because I learned. If I was nice all the time, then the guys and the girls I grew up around who used to try to beat me up, and, and, and someone saying, leave him alone. He nice. He ain't no threat. disappoint you you express it towards yourself so now you beat yourself up now you tear yourself was when are people who have a disease to please because our natural human emotions to want to express ourselves and people disappoints people to, to, to want to say no to just to want to say no that i don't want to be no i don't want it. that's not my best interest. why would i do that when we don't do that inevitably we end up paying the consequences towards ourselves we end up having those consequences towards ourselves and it makes us very unhappy that's anxiety, that's part of your depression, that's the part of why people get into relationships where you feel like people are taking advantage of you constantly, My decisions. It doesn't stop my life. I would call it the 1% Okay. If you could just get 1% of the world to love everything you do, so if 99% of it hated you and hated what you do, just one percent of loved everything you did, you still would have 70 million people in your corner. You don't need everybody to have a happy life. So once I start to get into that mindset that I can be authentically myself, even if that meant disappointing me have people who surround me and love me and support me and see the world the way I see the world, and then opened up my mind to be able to see that happiness is not in having everybody like me. Happiness is built on me being authentic to myself, so that I can then attract a tribe of people who will be authentically loving and supportive of who I actually am and who I actually how I actually feel, rather than simply supportive of a facade or a character that I make up to give to people to make them think that I'm agreeable and likable. I can share on this, alright? I'm gonna tell you this right now. The cure to being a people pleaser is simply through recognizing that you are enough as you are and you don't have to please everyone to ever have a happy.